Do you like getting into fights and drinking beer all night? Then welcome to the Chad Show. The ladies love a Chad. Because he's fucking rad. Welcome to the Chad Show. Chad's a rad on the Chad Show. Strap in is the Chad Show. All right, all right, we are back. Another episode of the Chad Show. Man, we are trucking along. <laughs> I got my co-host Chelsea in the house. What up, girl? Oh, hey. How you doing? I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> Dude, I'm tired too, bro. Like, I really, I've I pretty much have just worked and went to bed the last couple of days and, and hadn't really done a whole lot around the house. I woke up yesterday and cleaned for a couple of hours, but... You did. It's been, uh, I, first of all, thank you very much for getting up welcome. with Scout the past two mornings because before that it was uh, get up with Scout, take her to school, come back, do school, and then laundry, dishes, go get her from school, make an appearance mm-hmm. at the warehouse, uh, cook dinner, and put her to bed, and then repeat. So it's been some long days. We've been, I've been doing a lot of construction this week. It's something I hadn't done in a long time, building stuff, painting stuff. Going up and down ladders, um, my toes hurt, my <laughs> fingers hurt, my whole body's just aching, dude. And, and you are not letting anybody not know that. No, for I'm sure. medicate as soon as this show is over. You're just you are so mean when you hurt. Mm-hmm. You're like I mean am. to the dog. <laughs> mean to everybody. <laughs> like you just walk in and you're like fucking bitch. It's like <laughs> what does she do to you? Well, it's usually because I walk in and I immediately take my shoes off. That's such take that's three a steps lie. and step and pee. Bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. The dog pees everywhere. Anybody oh that has God. a Pomeranian knows the knows the pain I go through <laughs> on a daily basis. Whatever. So I've been, uh, you know, we kind of get in like a little groove of like we'll start watching something. And I stumbled on this uh, this show on YouTube called Prison Talk with Big Herc. And I've been watching this like the last, probably, fuck, I don't know, a week now. Well, you haven't been sharing it with me because the only thing you've put on our television in the past like three months has been fucking Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. I've, I've been watching so <laughs> like many. the same episodes bro. over and over. It's like it's like a kid with like Coco Melon or mm-hmm. fucking Dora the Explorer. Like, you're, yeah. like that with Pawn Dude, Stars. Dude, I love Pawn Stars. And I know that the shit's probably scripted. Because it's, it's weird how it always works out. They'll come in. How much you want for that? Oh, I'll take $300. Well, let me bring in a professional, you know? And the professional... Right. $300,000. It'll be something super like, rare that no one's ever heard of. And they obviously have a professional that can get there in like three minutes. Right. And then he basically tells them that, hey, this thing's worth $30,000, you know? Now, I did... Uh, now... I'm I'm severely questioning the integrity of their professionals because (laughs) the Ouija board professional that they brought in. He was off quite a bit. He was off by decades, first of all, because the guy brought in a Ouija board and they did a whole bunch of like spooky shit with it. Uh And then they started fucking around with it. And I'm like, that's that's just inviting all of the bad fucking juju in there, you know? And so it was pissing me off. And they bring this guy who kind of looks like Andy Dick Mm -hmm. and... He's just like telling them all about the Ouija board and it's completely false. All of it yeah. is wrong. And I'm like, it's a 50s board. It's a 50s board. And so what was it when I researched it? Yeah, it was I a think, 50s board. Yeah, and he said 50s. it was like, oh, this is from the 70s. This is from the 1700s. <laughs> right. Well, it was like the 70s, but I was so mad. And from, so from that point, I wonder how many of their people are just so far off. See, I was thinking the other night, this is another one of those high ideas. <laughs> oh I was watching Pawn Stars. And I think I even told Brandon about this, but... 
I would love to see the episode where they bring something in. The, they say, how much you want for it? 300. They pay him the 300. Then they bring the expert that tells them it's worth 30 grand. But they're already, they, they accepted 300 for it. That would be way more interesting. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. I know. It'd be exciting to add a little drama in there. Like, yeah, you broke ass bitch. <laughs> I made like <laughs> so 29,000 off of this. So you're going to make the person like take the deal. Mm-hmm. Like if they want $300 for it, they'll be like, okay, I will give you 300, yeah. but stick around to see what our, prof- or yes. our person says. <laughs> yes. That's, that's so fucking mean. <laughs> but no, I love this show. Dude. I love all the characters and, uh, I get tied up in it, but I've been jamming this prison talk on a nightly, dude. Oh, yeah. What's so you so, you lay in bed at night and watch prison talk? I watch prison talk with Big Herc. Um, <laughs> so this guy is it's a lot of guys that did like serious time, like mainly 10, 20 to 30 years. And it's just interviews. Um, and a lot of these guys talking about like being in solid, like one guy was in solitary confinement for six years. And solitary confinement is literally the rooms are so small. You That's can, like twenty three hours a day in in the like singular hole with yes. like no sunshine, right? And you get one hour a day by yourself out in like a little yard. But yes, yeah, like you can't touch. I mean, wall to wall is you know. Yeah, are they like four by six or some shit? They're super small, and then your your bed's right by a toilet. And uh, I just I don't Isn't know. It's that just all of prison. Mm-hmm. But there've been dude. There's some crazy stories on there. If you guys want to go check out something cool. But they they said uh, they call that they call like because they talk about, you know, obviously guys go in there and they think they're tough and then they get in there and they find out, I ain't shit, you know, and then they end up being somebody's bitch, you know, and they they refer to it like all the guys are referred to it as busting cheeks. Big Herc talks about busting cheeks is what it's called. Is that what I think it is? Yes, it's exactly what you think See, it is. What, when you said you watched prison talk on uh, YouTube at night, I assumed you were just like listening to uh men talk to each other in a sexual jail no. expletive manner <laughs> no. uh, at night. I, I didn't know if it lulled you to sleep. I mean, to no, that's, more, that's, more that's power what to I have you. on my uh, cup of sweet tea in the morning. <laughs> I was say, it's, uh, <laughs> no, but nighttime. No, it's just guys telling stories of the fucking violence that, that happens in prison and the crazy stories of just people getting killed over honey buns. And then, uh, then, then there, there's a lot of like humor in there too, you know, like a lot Question. of funny stuff. <laughs> What's up? You think that could have any correlation to you not sleeping well these past like few weeks? Yeah, maybe not. Hey, you got a point there. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping worth a bit. You've been falling asleep to uh, guys describing their prison experiences and busting cheeks, uh, <laughs> busting cheeks and yeah. stabbed over honey yeah. buns and disemboweled. And you wonder, wonder disemboweled, and you wonder why you're sleeping like shit. Yeah. Yeah, that makes you sense. Gotta, you, uh, you make a point. That's why you're the smart one. <laughs> that makes sense to why you like keep waking up like startled every once in a while. Because yeah. I'm just like I'm rewatching The Office. We got uh-huh. Peacock and they have The Office, so I'm just rewatching The Office for the 19th. Hey, Peacock's time. got it going on for five dollars a month. Shit, I might cancel my Netflix, dude. Mm. It ain't quite there for you. Not quite there for me. They had Halloween Kills, which we recently saw. Ugh. Okay, let's talk about that for a sec because we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. So what was your thoughts overall without I actually, telling too much? It pissed me off so much. I used it as a topic uh, for a thesis for one of my papers oh, for, I didn't know for that. English. Well, hell yeah. Because we had to compare different reviews uh-huh. for a product. It could be a product, a movie, what have you. And so I just decided to um, you know, use the source that I had to use and look up reviews on Halloween Kills and then look up an uh, independent source for a review on Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. And I think pretty much everyone around the board agrees that it fucking sucks. 
That's that's your take on it, dude. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. As I loved far it. okay, as far as like kill count, like yes. body count, it was awesome. It was insane. It really was. They they did a great job with that, uh, dialogue wise, plot wise. Um, yeah, but that's to be you know, expected with any horror movie. They're not known for like that's not true groundbreaking. Okay. Name well, you'll probably name a couple, but <laughs> some the main ones, Freddy, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy uh, Krueger is known for his impeccable dialogue and his comedic timing. No doubt, I, I agree with that. But as far as plot, movie plot, come on, it's like the same thing every time. But for all of them, but it gets more and more weird, which is the point. Mm. It does its job. This one, it's like. Oh no, here comes Michael again. And let's, you know, A, Lori Strode was in a hospital bed the entire fucking time. Yeah. And yeah, she didn't want to know how this movie. Then she starts talking about, you know, how Michael Myers has transcended humanity and all kinds mm-hmm. of fucking weird shit and a dialogue crammed into the very end. While, mind you, the entire fucking town of Haddonfield, Ville, whatever, Illinois. Mm-hmm. They're standing around Michael Myers. They've caught him unmasked. Now, mind you, he's been shot, stabbed, burned, killed, whatever, 92,000 times over the past 70 fucking years. So here he is, lying on the ground. He didn't got shot twice and hit by a two-by-four, and that got him down. And everybody was just like, oh, okay, that's it. Nobody thought to, I don't know, yeah. let's take <laughs> off his fucking head. Let's set him on fire. Let's put him in restraints. Let's do something. Let's Let's really annihilate him yeah. and you think that if somebody was chasing michael myers for that yeah, goddamn especially long, the one dude of the whole time so i'm gonna kill him you know right and he finally like got a chance i think he hit him like one time with the bat exactly <laughs> but like I, one I, crack with the bat i think they totally played into the you know michael myers being like a supernatural thing like something that just will not die you, you know what won't die what's that the chance of evil dies tonight in my head after hearing <laughs> it forty two thousand times while they take 30 minutes of the movie to go up four flights of stairs. But as soon as the dude jumps, they're down there in 2.4 oh, yeah. seconds. <laughs> like, well, let me talk about the good things. I thought it was, night. I thought the cinematography was awesome. I thought the way they started back kind of a flashback. I thought they right. killed it on the, like the kind of whole early seven or late seventies look. The cinematography was great. It was there awesome. Were some, some really of the shots. cool shots. Uh, the guy yes. who played Michael Myers, I thought fucking killed it. I think I loved the, like, he didn't do a whole lot. He was just kind of dark and menacing. So I thought that was tight. The kills were absolutely tight. I'm a and little biased. They killed everybody, they bring, dude. I they, think they should bring Tyler Maine back for uh, every uh, Michael Myers well, look, appearance I, ever. I, I have to agree with that because I know Tyler. And also, he's, he's super. He just, he's huge, he's, dude. Well, but he's also like... The yeah. scariest. He reminds me he's of you, where he's Michael like Myers. super fucking scary, but he's mm. just like such a teddy bear. And yeah. Like, I would root for for Michael in that. So I wouldn't feel bad because, like, I feel like they tried to humanize Michael a little bit in this one too, and it was just like I didn't want to. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind it so much with like Tyler because I'd, I'd want to. Well, I will say compared to the last one they did, this is definitely was my favorite of those two. Obviously, the Rob Zombie uh, remake is still ranked. Which that is, I mean, people could completely invalidate our opinion based Mm -hmm. off of that sentence alone. (laughs) (laughs) So So you just can't please everybody. But as it it goes, it was not, I guess they've already been green lighted for the next installment from that director. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, shit, as long as people like us are watching, they're going to keep on making them. Well, you can't not watch it. Big old bag of cash. (laughs) But you can't not watch it. You have to. It's Michael Myers. <laughs> it's 
Well, maybe that's the, maybe we're just stuck in mm-hmm. these giant fucking Ponzi scheme as horror fans, and they're just laughing their way to the bank. They well, know they've it. made a fucking flaming bag of dog shit, but we're going to watch it. I don't think it, it so. was. Look, Chelsea didn't seem to like it. One, one out of ten skulls. I was so mad. I was yelling at the end of it. Yeah. I was yelling at the screen at the end of it. I was so fucking mad. One out of ten skulls. What do you give it? One and a half. One and a half. So look, mad. Look, I'm going to give it a solid six and a half. It's worth checking out. Go check it out. It is what it is, but it's it's got some brutal ass scenes, man. He, he did some, so probably the, some of the most brutal kill scenes for Michael Myers, in my opinion. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. Yeah. So in the morning, we get in a car. We're going down to Columbus, Georgia. It is the tenth year of the Plug Uglies, and we're going to celebrate with uh, with the whole crew down there Friday night. A hangout. We're going to be partying. There'll be a lot of content to come from that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Figgy videos. Um, if Figgy makes, I don't know if Figgy's <laughs> recovered from COVID yet. Oh shit! Yeah. Is he still? He's still home. I don't know. Well, damn. Just say, a couple weeks ago, old Figgy said he had COVID. So well, shit. Well, hopefully, he caught the vid, and Figgy, I don't know uh, if he's back on his feet. Hopefully, yet. he's he's good and he's ready to to come throw it down. He this might weekend. not be in full Figgy form yet. Yeah, true that. Then Saturday we got the all day concert, so that's gonna be fun. My kids playing. Expire's gonna be playing um, along with a bunch of friends, so that should be pretty tight. And uh, that's going to be our weekend. We got a lot, and then we're going to drive back and then get right back to work. So I'm stoked that we get to celebrate 10 years of the club. Um, I'm not stoked, however, to be going down to Columbus for the weekend. Like I'm glad to be seeing people, but I'm so like driving. focused on school, yeah. and it's just I, like I have anxiety just thinking about having to yeah. leave. But yes, with school and the drive and all of that. Yeah, but we got to. It's part of it, so we can go down there, have some fun, make the best of it. I know. Take some photos, make some memories, make some bad decisions. Hey. And they come back. Guess what? What's that? I'm officially the oldest woman you've ever dated. You are. You are. You are. You're 30 years old. (laughs) I don't know about being with, but definitely that I've been in a serious relationship with. Wait, what? You won that. (laughs) I don't know how to think about it. I thought we had a whole thing about because uh, you're the one who. Yeah, but there, it up. there was there was some road strange. You never know. You never really ask age or anything. Hey, how old are you? <laughs> you know. Well, that's scary. I hope they're like, at the bar. I mean, they're at the bar. They're at the that show. Don't mean shit. I was at the bar True. at fourteen, bro. True. How often have you, when you met someone at the bar, you asked for how old they are? Not, Is it just me? Not well on the first night. I don't. I don't approach people at the bar and try to pick them up. But I can absolutely <laughs> tell you all the times that I was at the bar approached. Nobody asked me how old I was, and they definitely should have. <laughs> well, damn. Because I was in the bar much earlier than mm-hmm. twenty-one. True that. Well, let's get to something else like the news. <laughs> what you got over there? You got anything interesting going on in the world? I have a couple things. Let me hear it. Um. There are a couple uh, stupid things regarding Halloween. Okay, so we go. there was a family in California mm-hmm. that had 911 called on them because their house was on fire. The neighbors saw flames and smoke and all kinds of shit, right? Yeah. Um, no, that was just their Halloween decorations. So um, they had hung sheets Mm-hmm. Front like orange sheets from yeah. their and red sheets from their windows, put a fan on and made the sheets move and like backlit it and had uh-huh. a fog machine going, and the neighbors thought their house was on fire. So they gave the appearance <laughs> that yeah. their house was on. So fire. So for Halloween, they decorated their house like it was on fire in California, where wildfires have been running oh, rampant. Yeah, true. Probably should have thought season. that out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't. Uh... Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. 
I don't think that that was the smartest idea for Halloween decorations, Mm -hmm. but it is pretty cool that they got the cops called on him because people thought their house was burning down. Yeah, for real. (laughs) I mean, Hey, maybe think, think that through before you do stuff like that. (laughs) Then again, maybe they were trying to just piss off some neighbors. I've I've lived in a lot of neighborhoods with some shitty neighbors. I would love to piss off at any chance I got. (laughs) But that's also one thing I've never heard of is a Halloween decoration. Like I've never seen, um, you know, a a flaming house. No, at all. Yeah. I've never, they're pioneers. (laughs) Maybe they got the idea from pirates of the Caribbean. Surprise motherfucker. (laughs) Who knows what else you get? Oh, you found the button. I found the button. (laughs) (laughs) So also, uh, there were some other Halloween decorations that got a little too much attention. Uh Um, The police pulled over a car um, because there was help me with spelled out in duct tape uh, with fake blood splattered all over the inside of the car and outside the car. Uh, So the guy kept getting pulled over and uh, he and the police agreed that it was best to remove the duct tape. Uh, It was a little too scary and might cause more calls of concern to the police. (laughs) That's funny. That sounds like something I would have done. Probably. There was one time we were uh, playing in a band on the way to Savannah, Georgia. And my dad at the time had this old like 80s bright orange shag van. Like the the inside of it was like orange. It just looked like. Was the van itself orange? Yes, it was like so sherbet, bright orange, orange with orange with a black shag carpet stripe. inside. Oh, bro, it was like it was orange on orange. Yeah, it looked like uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was his uncle that had that van or oh whatever. Oh my god! Like, but uh, so I had made this sign and put on the outside of the window with an arrow pointing to where my dad was driving, and it said "naked from the waist down." <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know what made me think of that. But yeah, and people are driving fuck? by and like laughing, and, and he just like wave and shit. You're so fucking mean. Yeah, I know. What else you got, girl? What was that truck we, when we passed by and it said something about titties on the back of the truck, and then you called me? Uh, I don't know. Because like you called me, I think as I was trying to call you, you were in. I think it was you and Andrew driving, and I think maybe it was on the way to uh, the expire show in Illinois. Mm. It was something about titties on the back of the shit, truck. Like, maybe show me your titties or honk if you love titties yeah. or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. That'll shit, I don't know. I mean, interactive driving it makes it definitely yeah. makes for a more fun drive. True that. True that. I mean, <laughs> so. On to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there was one man mm-hmm. who got to live out anybody who has arachnophobia's dream. Uh, it didn't end very well because this Colorado man set his mom's home ablaze trying to clear cobwebs with a blowtorch. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've all fantasized about just, you know, opening flames on any kind of eight-legged friends, not friends we find. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested on suspicion of first-degree arson, criminal mischief, causing 20000 to to $100,000 in damages. It well, caused $100,000 in damages. And then... To top it all off, possession of a controlled substance and violation of a protection order. So he wasn't even supposed to be at his mom's house, but he was on meth and homeless. So he ended yeah. up in the basement and then he set it on fire by using a blowtorch to clear cobwebs. Oh, he dude. tried to put the fire out for an hour before it got out of control. And that's when he called for help. Jesus, man. That's why you don't do meth, dude. <laughs> There's never any meth success stories. <laughs> This guy did meth and became a millionaire oh, really? a year later. You didn't hear about the guy who did meth that did a good job? No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. None, zero. Well, damn. Well, damn. Yeah. I reckon I'll have me some of the bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's what I got for news. Hell, yeah. Well, thank you, man. 
it's been are you calling it you know i don't even know because i don't even know where we're at as far as time right now we're we're not we're at the 20 minute mark what we're at the 20 minute mark no oh shit you know what i heard this crazy story but i'm gonna tell you the story but i I have to be very very vague okay Okay? deal i like this because i don't know uh but this is some real shit i heard yesterday and i don't even know i hadn't even asked permission for this i gotta even change some names Okay, change the mm, How do I tell this? All right, so this dude. Okay. That I met. <laughs> you met a dude. I met a dude. Yesterday. He was telling me that he was on, he was uh, part of the production crew for this really big band. Okay. Probably all of us have heard of and probably most of the world. Okay. So you met a so, dude who did <clears throat> some crew work for a big band. Yeah, which, you know, hey, that's a cool thing, right? Right. So uh, they're at rehearsal one night. And the merch guy comes running through the the doors and he's like, uh, hey, man, I fucking did it. I finally did it or something to that effect. I'm, don't quote me verbatim. He's like, well, he's like, come with me. So they all go outside and he's in like a Toyota Camry or something like that. And he goes to pop the trunk and the band at this point is around him. He pops a trunk and his dead girlfriend's in the trunk. <laughs> All right, so this this guy's there. This he's part real. of. He's part, no, no listen, no, it is a hundred percent. I even looked up the guy's name. It's legit. It's they, real. It looks like they tried to keep the band out of the press and stuff. Oh my god, but, dude! So he thought because he thought that they were just fucking around. So he like touched the because the girl <gasps> was trash bags. The only thing Wait, that was who showing touched? the who guy touched? that I met. Oh my touched God. the girl right and it says she was cold then he knew it and he was like what the fuck he's like you gotta get and they were like man you gotta get the fuck out of here so these guys leave now what would you do after that circumstance call the fucking cops fuck yeah you would okay this is not what any of these guys <laughs> did they didn't do that they waited till three months later when they were questioned no the what? first time they were questioned or this guy this guy in particular was questioned and he said that he didn't see nothing. All right. Well, about, they'll say another few months go by. They call him back in. Well, that's a trusted crew member. They call him back in. And then they keep, they ask him again. He says the same thing. They come back and say, hey, you're, we're charging with accessory to murder. <gasps> He's like, we know that you, did they that know, you that- know something. So then he finally came clean and said everything. And he said, as he's leaving the interrogation booth, the other guys in the band are already sitting out there, so they had already broke. So he was like, I guess maybe one of the last ones. Or he may have, you know the story. You know how that goes. Right. <laughs> you don't know the whole thing. So they still didn't find the body. So he's saying, like, he said like seven years later, he's at his house and they come back again and say, hey, we think we've, because the only thing he said he saw is she had a Mickey Mouse watch on. Okay. All right. So. He had to go down and identify the watch, and it was the. He's like, what? yeah, to my knowledge, that looks just like the watch. Yeah. And you learned this when? Yesterday. This happened to you yesterday. Me and one of my homies, which I don't want to say his name Motherfucker, either, heard this it's, at it's the same time. O'clock at night the next day, and you're just telling me about this. I have so much going on, baby. I, I you didn't out tell last me night. about a murder. Oh my god. Okay, so you met you physically. I asked like, him if he would come on the our, our murder show, and he said he would. Oh my God! So we're gonna get names and everything. Well, obviously, I don't know I'm if we can you. give the names. I'll tell you as soon as I'll tell both of y'all as soon as we're. That's what we got Wyatt in here too, doing some engineering. But I'll <laughs> yeah, tell both of y'all as soon as I get off the mic. 
But what's okay, even so okay? Met, so check so this out. So he touched the dead, but so he he poked the yes, dead body. And Did listen, he know the what's girlfriend? What's the craziest shit? Before that, two weeks prior to that, they're at a party with another merch person off the same crew. That person has a kid. I don't even want to tell you this part. No. Uh-uh, no. Exactly what you think. They woke up and the kid was <gasps> drowned in the pool. Like, within two per- weeks. The merch person's kid? Yes. And the within band two was weeks, there? two merch people from this crew. Dude, where are they shopping for merch people? Bro, I don't know, but I was like, dude, if that, if, if dude, at step one, if that would have happened within our team, we'd have been like, hey, we're taking some time off. Let's all just love one another and check on each other. But the last thing we'd be doing is rehearsing two weeks later. Dude, it's crazy. I don't even know what now, how much like. of that? Now, look. Here's here's the thing. I did my research after I heard the story. I asked the name a couple times of the person. I looked it up. That's that shit really happened. That dude. Now, whether you know, you can only when you you know what I mean. <laughs> a lot of stories. When I mean, I tell stories of something that happened. You always I embellish a little bit just for the entertainment value. But the the facts are is that that scenario did actually happen. As far as the girl dying and that guy being who they say he was, so did did he like know the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, they all did. They said that. Yeah, he said that they were always kind of like that fighting couple. Oh, so and I guess the snapped. guy choked her. He had choked her to death and yeah. threw her in trash bags and then showed it to the band. Yeah, he wanted them to come help him uh, bury, get rid no. of the body. Yeah. And they say, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yes, yeah, dog. Well, obviously, it wasn't a black metal band then. Oh, dude, it was fu- that's fucking wild! Wow, I forgot to tell you. I'm glad. Oh I, I'm glad God. I saved that for right now. I'm kind of glad you saved it. Bruh. But yeah, Bruh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh my God! Yeah, that, we should have saved that. When murder was the case, huh? <laughs> I was about to say that's our whole murder was the case. Yeah, no. Well, but you if, know, if, we'll if do the one guy is, if I can get him here. Yeah, and I think I can. It might be a month or two. Is it somebody I know? Yes. <gasps> yes. What? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So, and uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about Have that. I so here's, this here's one thing. Before? We, Have I like shook their hand before? Uh, or given them a hug? Maybe. <gasps> maybe. I've um, touched somebody who's touched a dead body and didn't tell us about it. <laughs> um, so what Wait, I'm really so excited about. A, obviously, he didn't get charged with accessory no, to murder. Because he didn't. He's here talking to you. No, he didn't. They actually cleared all them. Okay, I want to stop. I want to, I want to, I want to. Because I have so many questions. Okay. And I'm sure you don't know all the answers to the I questions. I don't. So let's and I stop definitely, it. Yeah. Yeah, let's stop so we can say if murder was the case. Oh, my God. So let's really focus on that. Can you for, call him now? No, ah. I can't. Let's do this at a different time. I can't do it right now. I've got it. I can't just surprise. Hey, motherfucker, guess what? <laughs> hey, we're live on the internet. Tell me about that shit. Name all the names. No, I meant, like, <laughs> can you call him, like, to come here within the next No, he, he doesn't live here. He doesn't live here. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell you when we get okay, off of this damn, damn show, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Patience is a virtue. Whatever. Well, shit. So I'm excited by that. So if you guys listen to the chat show, we also have Murder Was the Case. Go check that out. Also, pretty soon, I really want to hook up and do the, the episode with uh, Nico Klaus yes. and have him on. He's already sent us a book. And, a uh, bloody book. He sent us a card with his bloody fingerprint on this, The Vampire of Paris. He did 20 years for murder, uh, self-proclaimed cannibal. Uh, mortician he's a he's a he's a he's a mortician yeah oh he was a mortician for sure well that explains a lot yeah huh but uh so yeah we want to start doing some of those calls and talking to some of these guys is it uh would it be appropriate to ask him if he had like unfettered access to dead bodies why he decided to kill people 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to ask all the questions. <laughs> he's either going to be like, tell me, or he's just going to say, fuck off and hang up the phone. And then, hey, <laughs> at but least I, I mean, tried. really, like if you just have like a fascination with death and like, wasn't yeah. didn't he have like a thing about cannibalism or whatever? Yeah, he did. He like, has a cannibal cookbook. So like if you have like an endless supply, like if if I had an, a lifetime supply of Reese cups, uh-huh. I wouldn't go rob the Dollar General for more Reese cups. I don't know. I guess that's something you can only ask a killer. Straight killer. <laughs> Maybe it's because he didn't get to kill him. Maybe that. I don't oh. know, but we will find out. So that's going to be some exciting stuff around the corner. So go check that out if you haven't checked that out. <laughs> Anything else you want to add, boo-boo? No, I just, it's, uh, even though it's been a stressful couple weeks, it's also been a fun couple weeks. And, For sure. Um, just thank you. You made my birthday amazing. Oh, well, um, thank you. And thank you very much for that. You surprised me, and oh, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. I don't think you've ever been able to surprise me, mostly because, not for lack of trying, but you can't keep a surprise. No, like, I'm not good keep at keeping secret secrets. <laughs> um, so Luckily, was, this one only had like a two-week period. So. <laughs> two weeks? Yeah. You kept it in for two weeks? Yeah. Normally, so like in, in uh, years past, like if uh, Christmas presents come in like December 1st, mm. he'll give it to me as soon as it's come in and like make me open it. Like I, I love being able to open like my presents on Christmas and have like presents under the tree and stuff. This was like, oh, your Christmas present came in. I was like, okay, cool. It's like, don't you want to know what it is? No, I don't want to know what it is, but I, I want you to want to know what it is. So here, open it now. I'm like, no, I don't want to open you, it now. You mean to tell me you don't like getting little gifts like for like 15 days in a row? No, I'd rather open them on Christmas. You'd rather have them all then? Yeah. Well, shit, I'm going to tell you right now. Go ahead and get me little gifts 15 days in a row. I'll take that any day. I don't want to wait. I'm I'm impatient. I don't even know if I'll be here tomorrow. Give me that gift today. Oh, my God. Give me that gift. <laughs> yeah, girl. I thought of something really mean, and I had to... Okay, well, thank you for doing that. That that's. But it that's wasn't you. It was just like, I was like, well, if you're not... You know, if if you die before I give them to you, then at least they'll be unopened and I can return them. But that's not Aww. the truth because I, I would be really, really sad. That would be really sad. Did you just... Did you just I hit the wrong sound effect <laughs> and I can't play it off. Hey, we're going to have some new sound effects on the next, next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tell all your friends. Keep listening. And anything else you want to say? Any words of encouragement? Fuck no. It's, Fuck no. No. Don't fucking raise no badass kids. I'm on a mission to no, say that every you, episode. Well, yeah, that too. And if uh, you see a dead body, like call the cops. Yeah, yeah. If you see it, if your homie killed somebody, encourage him to do the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's only a. I mean, there's a few people in this world, and you're you're definitely one of them that I would I'd, I'd bury a body with you, depending on the oh, circumstance. For sure. No, there's no depending, depending on the, on the circumstance. circumstance. No bullshit. If you brought me a dead body tomorrow, then nobody would know about it. No, I'm saying like if I, there are a lot of friends I might help uh, hide a body depending on the circumstance. Like if I had a friend showed up and said, yeah, I killed my girl. I'm like, fuck no, dog. No, I'm talking hey, about me. Fuck? Like you said me. Oh, you. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there's, I wouldn't do for you, girl. Exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd fucking bury holes for bodies all day bury till my damn body. hands calloused and bled. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't think twice. Well, that's where you're fucking up because we can't bury the bodies because they're obviously going to fucking find them. So yeah. I'm not coming to you for my body disposal needs. Yeah, we just buy that. I saw one of those uh, funeral home incinerators for sale, crematorium, like a vintage one on Marketplace like several months back. Our luck, we'd kill somebody and try to use the vintage crematorium but, and it would like crap out halfway mm-hmm. through and oh, then we'd well, be stuck with half the Dude, one more body. thing before we get off of here now that we're talking about killing people. <laughs> um, my buddy Alex Kendrick, who's he tours with a lot of like different metal bands from Dying Fetus to... 
Yeah, they just uh, uh, terror. And, yeah, so him yeah. and this band called Band of Sacrifice. I think that's it, right? I think so. They just uh, hopefully crashed I pronounced that right? right. They just crashed yeah. here. That's why we got air mattresses and stuff out here. Yeah. So they crashed and they came in late. So I did, it was like a real quick introduction. Like, hey, what's up? You know, bye. Food's in there. Make yourself at home. Go upstairs. Right. So they come in here. Obviously, if you come here the first time, we we like a lot of creepy stuff. So it's probably intimidating if you come here. And then also, aren't they like a like a? They're a metal band, yeah. but yeah, but at, when you get into that real metal scenario, you know what I'm saying? When you show up at a house in the woods and there's a lot of weird shit and the guy it's there. Not really in the woods. Yeah. We're in Pleasant View, fucking Tennessee. True. Right off the highway. Like, True. And then I'm sure Alex There's not much mystique. So the next morning, what I was trying to get to is the next morning, we had like a thunderstorm out of nowhere. So when I went to bed, I went up there and I locked the door mainly because... I just met those dudes. So I figure, you know, I keep them down here. They got everything they need. My daughter's up there. It's nothing, nothing personal, just my family. Yeah. So, uh, the next morning, now, if you're ever down here and you turn all these lights off, you can't see your damn hand in front of you, bro. It is like, there are zero windows down here. If we were to move our bedroom down there, we would not wake up. We would just, we would lose concept of time, time. Yeah. For sure. So, I'm just trying to paint the picture. So like at like four in the morning, we have like or five, maybe six is a four scout went to school. Terrible thunderstorm knocks out all the power, you know, so they are down here pitch black and they're starting to freak out. The guy's going to appear and I'd lock the door and he's trying, he told somebody, he's like, man, do you think this guy's going to kill us? He thought I was oh, like, no. like I, this was some big elaborate plan to bring in like seven dudes into my house and just kill them all damn so, so they won't be staying with anybody no no the at, the no tour. after that because they told me about we all had a good laugh because the, the morning i actually stood out there talk I, I shared some stories um they shared some me and one of the guy have some mutual like we we know mutual people and he was oh, okay. like from canada and yeah. we knew somebody that we had mutual hatred for so oh fun um that was cool like all uh stitches old I oh. that his old manager before I managed stitches just the guy was a dirt bag you know took advantage of him but uh the he knew K? him too yes and he uh-huh. had an incident with him so but uh, I just thought that was funny that was, to, that's the most random person to to mutually know yeah. I haven't heard that name in so yeah. fucking long wow so yeah so that's a good way to end let's end on funny. that note <laughs> okay hey thank you for tuning in once again go tell your mom your dad your sister your brother your stepmom Tell them it's like the motherfucking Chad show. Thank you. Anything else, Lulu? Yeah, if you stay with us, we might murder you, but we love you always. Bye. I do, Ken. Hey, thanks to Wyatt for making it sound good. Thanks, Wyatt. Until next time, motherfuckers. Strap in is the Chad show. I do, God damn it, Chad.